0: Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius from Rashad. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. What's up, everybody? I am going to be flying solo a little special the next couple weeks here. So, uh, you know, most of you don't know this, but, you know, the solos are a thing that I am a human that has to be inspired to do. Um, So when I don't put out solos, sometimes I'll put out... interviews on fridays because i just haven't felt inspired to do a solo um so solos for me are really special they're they're the number one learnings that i come across in my life so uh in in the interest of me spending some time with the family i'm taking the next few weeks off on solos but i did what i wanted to do is i'm doing some of my classes classics these are some of my favorite solos so uh this week next week the week after the week after that on fridays we're going to be doing some solos hope you enjoy them. These are some of my favorite all-time solos, classic Darius solos. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Darius here. So this morning I'm having a conversation with my accountability partner. This guy's a really successful real estate guy. He owns like 4,000 apartments uh, in the United States. I mean, one of the mo- most successful people that I get the pleasure of spending time with. And he asked me a really interesting question. He said, you know, Darius, I ha- I'm having this issue and I wanted to see if we could carve out some time to talk about it. So yeah, sure, man, Whatever, whatever you want. And he said, like, I really am struggling with trying to create a culture of ownership in my company. And, and I really want to, you know, I want to figure out a way to, you know, maybe how I incentivize the, my team. And, you know, they're doing a great job. Don't get me wrong. They're doing a great job. But I just really, that, I want to take that last inch. I want them to really be, you know, act like what would they do if they were the owners? And I said, well, you know, do you want my easy answer to this or my hard answer to this? He's like, no, just, I don't, just give me your answer. I said, "Well, look, man, it's really simple, you know." I said, "Let's. I want to back up for a second. Do you know that what the definition of the word core values is, like the Webster Webster's dictionary definition?" He said, "He said no." I said, "The Webster's dictionary definition of the word core values is that it's the fundamental beliefs of a person or an organization. What do you know what the word fundamental means? Fundamental means it's the most important. So core values." are the fundamental, the most important beliefs of a person organization. So when I get someone to come in to my business and I want them to take ownership, which we always hear people say, oh, we have a culture of ownership. And, and then you go and look and people are acting like employees. They're acting like they're there for a paycheck. They do 80% of what needs to get done. Because we, we know, like if you've ever been an owner or something, there's owner mindset and there's non-owner mindset. And I'm going to walk you through what the difference is. Uh I had this situation once where I had an auditor that was coming in from the state of Massachusetts into my company, and I had all these files and they were disorganized, and I was totally freaking out because Massachusetts is a gnarly gnarly like highly regulated state, and I had to get all these files ready and i like I literally had to do it myself because I, I, I my business was getting crushed i didn't have a team member to do it, and so I went to the office. And I literally stayed there all night Friday, all day and all night Saturday, all day and all night Sunday, I slept there, I was a sleeping bag on the floor in a 17,000 square foot office doing files. And I had to do it by myself. And whenever I think of ownership mentality, that's what I think of. And so, no, that's an extreme example. But that is what owners do. That's what we will go. We will like when you are an owner, you will put everything aside to do what needs to get done for the business. Unfortunately, that's something that can come at the expense of our relationships and our family and stuff like that. And so now, do we need 100% of that from our team? Of course not. It's, you're going to be really hard-pressed to get. When you get that, that's a gift, by the way. When someone's that loyal, and loyalty is a gift. Let's not, let's not mince words here. If you, when people say, I expect loyalty, my answer to you is loyalty is a gift. So it, do, would you say, I expect a gift? No one would ever say that. Ownership is loyalty, loyalty is going above and beyond, and it's a gift, but we can design for it to a certain degree. And, the, and so my come back to my friend is, I said, hey, listen, there's two ways of doing this. Number one is if you want to create a, a culture, a, a, a mentality of ownership with your team, then we need to design for that. And the, way I, the only way I know how to do it is with core values. I can take the word ownership... And I can say this is a requirement to work here is you have to have an ownership mentality now, lots of companies do this, and then they fail miserably. they don't actually they just put the word on a piece of paper, hang it on the wall, and then people just say walk by it and eat their you know lunch and drink their coffee and act like non owners but making first of all putting it out there's one thing secondly is designing for it. Am I hiring people with an ownership mentality because we know what that is people who take ownership have an ownership mentality. Am I firing for people that don't have that? Am I then filtering the right people into the organization that naturally take ownership and filtering those out that don't, because you got to do that. And by the way, this is making our core values come to life. And then what I want to do is I want to constantly reinforce this throughout the organization. And in my book, I talk about this a lot is there's two ways of bringing out core values. Number one is I could do it the normal way, which is discover mediocre rollout, weak implementation. And then I got a bunch of employees looking at the wall and it says the word ownership on the wall. And they're like, yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm <laughs> not going to do that. Um, or I can do it the core value equation way, which we talk about in the book, which is I'm going to discover, which is a well-worn path. I'm going to design. I'm then going to roll out the right way. I'm going to implement and reinforce, and I'm going to measure for efficacy. I'm going to optimize and make sure that's coming to life. And you got to keep it simple or else people won't do it. But if I've done that, if I've made the core value of ownership come to life through a process like the core value equation process, then what's the next step? Well, Owners, the reason we go to bat like that for our team and for ourselves is because we have the highest incentive to do it. So then you have to design an ownership structure, excuse me, a, an incentive structure that incentivizes ownership behavior. And so there's a great book out there called The Great Game of Business, Jack Stack. And he talks about this. And, and, and I'll end on this. What he says is look, you could self fund the ownership mentality. What I can say is, hey, the baseline is we want to hit one unit of measurement, let's say $1 a profit, and that's what the expectation is of the business. What I tell the team is, hey, listen, when we hit 1.1, because you're acting like owners, and then I'll define the behavior, the KPIs around ownership, well, I'm going to take that extra 0.1 and I'm going to give you a piece of it. Maybe it's 0.1 of the 0.1. Maybe it's 20% of the 0.1. Maybe it's 30%. Maybe it's 50%. Maybe it's 80%. Whatever that number that feels right to you is, I'm going to give them a piece of the action that they get for acting like owners. But we got to define what does ownership look like, hire and fire for it, bring it to life as a core value in the organization if it's so important. And then we got to incentivize for it. So I highly recommend checking out the book, The Great Game of Business. Obviously, my book, The Core Value Equation. And if you want people to act like owners, you got to make that be part of the fundamental beliefs of the organization, bring it to life, nurture it, do the right things with it, and then incentivize for it. And I'll tell you, uh, it's a tough thing to do. But if you can do it, then you're going to get a room full of owners who are treating your business just like their own because it kind of is. And that's the way we really get ahead. And I will say this, in the world we're coming into, in the great game of business we're coming into, price, technology is going to be commoditized. The difference between a winning team and a losing team will be a team of people that come in and take ownership. And if I'm in your shoes, I'm going to do what I can to get them to come on board, take ownership of my business, give me that extra 20%. And that will be the differentiating value proposition in this coming decade. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million-dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow, whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear, uses directed. You are listening to The Greatness Machine and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing... I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff. I write about, I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosey, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast. Or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam, on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.